Welcome to This Sucks. We all know what today is. Valentine's Day encourages gender norms and overbearing heterosexuality, but it's also a time to reflect on self-love and even platonic love. I've been more or less single for five years, so I'm not new to the single rituals on Valentine's Day. As one does, I've often wondered why I've been single for so long and why my almost relationships have flopped. So today, I've brought in my good friend Michelle to break down why I'm still single. Hi, Michelle. Hello, everybody. <laughs> but f- before we get into the main topic for today, we're going to talk about how we met and what we've been up to this week. Um, I'll start because I don't really have anything. Um, today, this week was a, it was it was pretty good. I would say it's a, it was a good week. It was kind of low stress and 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 fun. But um. What about you? I heard, I heard you have a little story to tell us. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, this actually just happened yesterday. So uh, me and my sister went thrifting like a couple weeks ago and we haven't had the chance to like wash the clothes that we found. And so I had these two sweaters, these two like knit sweaters that I found that were really, really soft and really, really cute. So um, we put them in the wash and you had to wait, wait till they're done to put in the dryer. So I was eating lunch. And so I had my sister go put them in the dryer, but I forgot to tell her to leave the knit sweaters out because if oh. you put them in the dryer, they'll uh-huh. get ruined, right? And so she didn't know that, and so she put that in the dryer, and when I went to go take them out when they were done, one of them had a hole in it, oh. like right smack dab in the middle, Oh and no! and the other one like shrunk to like a size extra small cropped sweater. Oh no. And then when I looked at the tag, one of them was a cashmere sweater. Oh. And the other one was a hundred percent wool. And I don't know why I didn't check the tag before, but that happened and then I cried. You know those like crying moments where you like half cry, <laughs> half laugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was me and she was like laughing at me and it was it was tragic. Wow, that's so funny. What? Where did you go shop? Where did you go thrift shopping? I went to Goodwill, and they were like Goodwill. Yeah, they were like eight bucks each. Oh, that's, oh really man, that's yeah. tragic. <laughs> yeah, it was so sad. I haven't gone thrifting yet, um, in, in quarantine, but I I think I want to. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so we met in high school, but were you were you a senior when I was a freshman? No, I think... Or were you a junior? Yeah, I think I was a junior. Right, yeah. And yeah. then we didn't meet until... Okay, so we were both in marching band. I was in I was in drumline. She was in color guard. And I... um, We didn't meet until, like, sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. Until my sophomore year. Because um, I think we... Like, I obviously knew about her because she was in color guard. We were in the same like thing, but um, we didn't meet until through my through my ex, right? Yeah, like a mutual friend. Until yeah, until we actually like started talking, and then we honestly didn't even hang out at all. Yeah, it was <laughs> until, just, like, until my senior. Year. I knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and her ex boyfriend was in drumline. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we knew each other through like mutual people, and yeah. then. And then after Michelle graduated, she came back and uh, taught Viz team in in drumline. So 
that's when we kind of like reconnected and actually started hanging out and talking. Um, that was my senior year, and ever since we've just been t- we're just hanging out and talking. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we met. Do you have any like first impressions of me? I guess it wouldn't be when we. I don't remember when we first met. Like the. Do you remember like the first time we met ever? I do actually. I don't. Well, I what, what do. was it? Um, I think I was with like my friends, and then was it at lunch? I don't know. I no. I think it was like after school. Okay. And we were like by the band room. I don't know if you remember. I don't but, remember. Just yeah, we were like. We we were like with your ex, and then she was like, "Oh hey yeah, this is this is my girlfriend Nicole," and and I was like, "Oh, oh wow," okay. <laughs> and yeah, my oh. my friends were like, my friends were like, "Oh that that's she looks so nice," and then oh and then your cousin too, um Nathan. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is my cousin the same age as you? Is that why? Yes. Or is he a year? No, he's a year older, isn't he? No, he's you know he's in my grade. Okay. Isn't that great? And then, like, we heard that you guys were cousins, but then, like, we never, we didn't put, like, a face to the name yet, and so, yeah. like, when we finally met you, we were like, oh, cool. That's so funny, because I hardly told anybody that we were cousins, but, like, it, but, like, it was common knowledge, like, everybody knew, but nobody ever was like, oh, hey, you're, you're Nathan's cousin, or, yeah. like, yeah. it was, I don't know, it was weird. But then when I saw you, I can definitely, definitely see the resemblance. Really? Yeah, you guys kind of look like... Mm, okay well <laughs> i don't remember that day but i think from what you were describing you guys had kind of like a we- awkward um reaction to me, <laughs> yeah, because i don't know you guys are older than me and like and like there was some beef with like her past relationships and like um yeah so basically everybody thought i was a home wrecker right because you guys were on her ex's side. I don't remember, actually. You don't remember? I, I think that's remember how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's get let's get into the main topic. All right, how this is going to work is I'm going to ask Michelle a series of questions to figure out why I'm still single, and she'll give me her take, and then um, I guess some I'll give my, my take as well. Um, so the first question I have for her is the big one why do you think I'm still single like do I have bad standards like just in general why do you think Mm. Uh, I want to say because you're really considerate of other people and how they might take your confrontations shouldn't that get (laughs) shouldn't that be a good thing yeah it is a good thing but sometimes like it can I know like that happens with me too like sometimes if I find someone that I'm interested in like it's really hard for me to get out (laughs) my feelings (laughs) I mean I haven't I haven't I wasn't I haven't been put in this situation in a really long time so it's hard well I I think I'm the opposite like not that I have trouble getting my feelings out but I want to get them out too fast, too soon, like, and people get scared. Yeah, that, I can see that, too. I can see that, too. But, like, I think you're really, really careful careful about how you say things. And then sometimes mm. you kind of get lost in that. Mm. Okay. That's a that's a good reason. Yeah, I, I mean, think... it's not a bad thing. But yeah. it can definitely, like, hinder you sometimes. Yeah, I think that and, like, 
combined with <laughs> with quarantine like that's oh, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. yeah that's that kind of but even before quarantine like it's been five years right or four years four almost five years Wow, really? Or four. I think, I think it's, it's, been, it's been. For I me, think it's, it's also been four years, yeah. Yeah, so, like, even before quarantine, like, what was Wait, are we on? talking about, are we talking about, like, a serious relationship? A serious relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I want a relationship? I think, I think no matter how satisfied you are, being by yourself I think we all have these moments where we want to be in a relationship you know I mean (laughs) I mean I have this theory where I think that we don't miss having a relationship before we ever have one because we don't know what it's like and then we kind of ruin ourselves by having a relationship and then getting out of it and then you always have that thing that you want to go back to but just like if you're a vegetarian and for all your life you've never eaten meat, you're not going to want meat because you've never had it before. Yeah. Well, that's what happens for most people. But that's my theory. That's or at least analogy. you want it more because you've had it before and you yeah. know what it's like. And yeah, and you, you kind of miss having that. Yeah, so my past self really ruined my life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, do you think I'm ready for a relationship? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think you're more I think as the time passes by, like the more years that you kind of rack up, like the more ready you are. I don't that's how I see it. Like the more time you spend in singleness, the more ready you feel like to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same for you. Other things can happen though, like to, I, for other people like I don't know, they could go through something or even if it's not a serious relationship, and then that just sets them back. Oh, so, yeah, you're right. I don't know if it's really time, but more like evolving and, and maturing as a person on your own. Because you can spend a lot of time alone not doing that and just like getting caught up in all these other things that you have to do, like school and work and, and things like that. But oh when, when you're really focusing on getting, I don't know, maturing and, and growing on your own... um. I think that is the time that really, that's really important. Mm-hmm. I think our culture just romanticizes the idea of having a relationship and kind of just puts that on a pedestal. Whereas like, if you don't have that, then you're not successful in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so toxic because it kind of makes you feel that you're one step behind everybody else who's in a relationship. And, you know, that's never a good feeling. And I think being okay with just being by yourself is also really important because you can't be dependent on anybody else you know yeah at the end of the day like who you are without your significant other is is so so important because you know you're never you might not even have that person at some point in your life and then if that person leaves or something happens like what are you going to do, you know, if you put yeah. all your happiness and, like, dependency on that person and that person just leaves for whatever reason? Like, mm-hmm. where does that put you? And where does that leave you? And how are you going to cope with it? So I think it's really important to to kind of learn and 
be okay with just being by yourself. Mm-hmm. So we've been single for about the same amount of time. How, how do you, th- how much time do you think you've, you've actually spent like trying to grow on your own and, and how much, do you think you've had any setbacks? Mm. Um, I think I've had plenty of time to be more myself and kind of discover who I am. Um, I did have a couple, like, I don't want to say casual relationships because it wasn't, like, casual, casual, but it was definitely, like, leading somewhere and it just hit a point where, like, I had to just cut it off and it just uh-huh. didn't work. So uh, it was you every time cutting it off? Yeah. Yeah. I think I remember one instance, but I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I, I don't regret those relationships and those, like, interactions because I learned so much from each of them. And it kind of revealed, like, what I want in a partner and what I want in a relationship. So I thought that was really important. So you think you learned more than you were set back from those? Yes, definitely. Uh, that is a very good i don't think everybody can say that that's very good i don't know if i can say the same because i'm very much like i'll think about it for a long long time Mm. and yeah and then i won't realize until after i've done all this negative like Mm -hmm. negative feelings Mm -hmm. then i'll i'll start to realize what i can do to like move past it and how that will help me grow as a person on my own and like what I can learn from it mm-hmm. Makes sense. I yeah I think in these in these years I've spent a majority of it not growing and being independent on my own mm-hmm. and always like in the first like two years I was still like like trying to to figure out a way to get her back and like that that really was a real waste of time mm-hmm. um and i also think that i was trying to f- during that time i was also also trying to find something to replace what i had before um and trying to find a relationship when and thinking i was ready but i wasn't just because you want it doesn't mean that you're ready mm-hmm. um and so i think that was a large waste of time (laughs) um but now in these past like I'll say two years um so like half of the time I've been realizing that I do need to get over it and and I don't need a relationship and I don't need anything to replace it um and that I need to be single for a while uh but it also does you know get lonely and (laughs) you you're like okay your your logical side's like okay you you need to be single for a little bit and you need to think about um yourself but then your emotional side is like but I want a relationship yeah. because everybody <laughs> especially when all of your friends are in couples or like have somebody they're talking to it's very hard mm-hmm. to to listen to your logical side mm-hmm. and you can give in most of the time but it also helps if nobody wants you what <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not true that is true. Right? Like it helps it helps your logical side because then you're like well, I guess if you're pining after somebody then that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we we got off topic a little bit. <laughs> Back to the question, am I ready for a relationship? I think 
like I said before, I spent a lot of time thinking I was ready because I wanted a relationship, but mm. I really wasn't. And then I got into something that wasn't serious and it mm. and it set me way back. Mm-hmm. And that's why I spent so long, like, trying to to get back to what I had before. But now, like, I think quarantine has done wonders for my for my um, emotional health, honestly, because um, I know everybody can't say the same, but I have had a lot of time to, like, think. Um, and even though I have, like, a new crush every week... <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's not gonna happen like I have realistic expectations now um but yeah I've had a lot of time to think and um I think I I I'm very scared of saying like I'm ready for a relationship because I've said it so many times before and then it's turned out to not be true but I'm 90% confident now that I'm ready for a relationship um and I think it has been a long time coming so I'm ready for a serious one cool yeah okay now on to now that we know that i'm ready for a relationship and that i want one how can i get there how can i make myself more attractive we'll start physically physically (laughs) well i mean i think trying to be or appear as someone that you're not is can be beneficial like in short term but like in the long term I think like a lot of people try to like paint themselves as someone that they're not just to like fit or appeal to you know whoever it may be but -hmm. I think if you're just like just genuine to who you are I think you'll just attract the right kind of people you know yeah but I think like I'm very much, I won't be comfortable unless I am myself. Mm-hmm. So I think there are some things that I can change and, you know, like I can clean up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like what? Uh, What do you think? You know, the middle part is in now. Even you had it and you had the iconic like side like <laughs> bangs and now you have the, the middle part and that's in. I don't know if I want to do it. I've had this haircut for 20 years. <laughs> maybe it is time to get to to revamp but um i feel i'm scared that i'm gonna look too much like my sister who has had a middle part all her life i also kind of want to cut my hair short like it has been you you were there for when i cut it i think yeah Yeah, it was at it was at rehearsal i came back from yeah after like winter break yeah and I like had really short hair and I'd had long hair for all of my life and I was I never never wanted to cut my hair but for some reason I wanted to cut my hair so bad and now I I want it short all the time really um yeah and I think I want to do it like shoulder length or 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 less yeah do it I probably will (laughs) (laughs) I think also my style is uh not with the times because style is very fast evolving and mm-hmm. I am always late to the trends um I'll like when I get into the new trend like it has already moved on and it's not in style anymore and I'm just like <laughs> what am I supposed to do with all this like all these clothes like for example skinny jeans were in when I was in high school like I'll say like sophomore junior year 
like skinny get uh-huh. skinny jeans were in and so yeah. were side parts um and so now I feel like I only look good in skinny jeans like I still don't know how to style myself in like mom jeans even though I ha- I've purchased uh-huh. many pairs like I can't I don't know how to wear them and I wore this one outfit yesterday well uh, it was Friday for Chinese New Year and I I liked it a lot but I it was like an I wore my sister I didn't have any of these clothes actually they're all for my parents or for my sister I wore a turtleneck for my sister and then I wore it was white and then I wore um an oversized like quarter zip from my dad that was red and then I had black mom jeans and I think that was a very good like I liked that outfit a lot and it and it is with the trends like you see all these people with you know the turtlenecks and then the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the mom jeans <laughs> but none of those clothes were my own and I think um I need to like start taking my own clothes and and putting them into this this style like what I have right now in my closet is just a lot of t-shirts and skinny jeans same apparently skinny jeans are out now yeah when did that happen I don't know I think skinny jeans are pretty cute still (laughs) I think I look good in skinny jeans because I do wear t-shirts that so I I've done I've tried to do my research and like watch fashion videos how to how to style your your clothes for (laughs) for short people (laughs) and they always tell you like don't wear shirts that are to your waist when you're wearing baggy baggy uh pants because then Mm -hmm. that just looks baggy all the way down yeah 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 yeah. but all of my t-shirts are like to my waist (laughs) because when you wear them with skinny jeans it looks good yeah but what am I supposed to do it doesn't look good tucked in what am I supposed to do now? And I don't like the little, like, cropped shirts that people wear now. And then they wear, like, baggy pants. You know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. Like, they'll wear, like, a tight tank top or, like, a, a oh, okay. those cropped, like, shoulder shoulder ones with the little buttons. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But um, they'll, they'll wear those, like, a tight short top and then the baggy pants. But I don't like tight cropped shirts. <laughs> so so am I just stuck with like shirts and skinny jeans like how are people going to find me attractive if I'm not with it because if they find the clothes that I'm wearing attractive they'll find me attractive 10 times more do you know what I mean okay I think it's like it's like initial attraction mm-hmm. like when you first go around to like meet people then you want to like present yourself in the best way which makes sense yeah and then you can ease them into your real self. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, which is stupid. It's not the right way to do things, but like, that's just how it is. Makes sense. I don't know. I yeah. think it's all part of like trial and error and experimenting with different kinds of clothes. Mm-hmm. So I think I do need to go like thrifting more or something. Yeah. I really don't know. You can find a lot of cool pieces when you thrift. Yeah. Well, I also, like, I have a lot of clothes, or I think I have enough, but what am I supposed to do with that? Like, that's what I don't really understand. We're getting way off topic, but that's kind of (laughs) what I don't understand. Like, when fashion moves this fast, how do people, like, are they just accumulating, like, clothes, like, piles and mountains of clothes? Because they can't 
a lot of the times you can't reuse things from last season's style. Sometimes you can, but like, mm-hmm. do they just like what do they do with it? Do they donate it? Do they think... keep it? I don't know. Well, you never know when that trend is going to go come back in style. Exactly. So what? So do you... it's really just a guessing game. <laughs> Great. <laughs> anyway, we're way off topic, <laughs> but we'll move on to personality. Um, how can I make my personality more attractive? Do you? Well, first of all, do you think? I have a good personality. <laughs> I do. You do? do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's... You don't have to say that just because I mean... you're on my podcast. No! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think personality is kind of subjective. Like, everyone's different, and everyone's going to want something different, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And have a person. So... I wouldn't I wouldn't go about like changing your personality like one eighty for, for for somebody else. I think that's 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 stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I think in terms of trying to revamp yourself, so to say, um I would just say to to just try to get in tune with yourself. Get to know yourself. There's this thing that I've saw I've seen, I've been saying is that you know people who are in relationships um inspire other people who are not in relationships to take themselves out on a date and like really get to know and be comfortable with yourself i think that's also really important Mm -hmm. i think personalities are always changing somewhat oh yeah there's not gonna be like a constant thing yeah do you think there are any personality traits that i need to get rid of like i need to drop right now Mm, good question. I can think of some. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Name yours first. Well, I get very attached very easily. Oh yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's something I can change though. That's yeah. Like that's always how I've been, and it happens for people that I don't even know, which is a bad thing, I'd say. Um. Also, like, I'll cling on to somebody very, which is the same thing as attached, but, like, I'll, I'll get attached fast, and then, like, I'll, I'll want to stay attached for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't like about, like, I'm trying, you're... I'm trying to, like, show some restraint a little bit, uh-huh, uh-huh. but so far it hasn't been working, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, well, like, would you would you say that you do that even though that person shows that they're not interested? Like, would that, like, turn you away? Or would that still, like, make you want to cling? That's a good question. I think I've honestly, I haven't had too many, too many instances where that's happened because I'm not saying that, like, everybody's attracted to me, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I make it known enough for them to know that I'm interested and then they have to show that they're not interested. Mm. But I have had one instance recently where I think, I'm not sure if he knew, but I think he kind of knew. Um, And then he was like talking about his girlfriend. I think, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he like started to talk about his girlfriend. Um, And 
that's that's totally fine like i don't know if i was making it known or not i don't think i was but anyway then i i you know i kind of like let it go yeah yeah so i think yes i do if i have to i'll Mm -hmm. i'll have to let it go Mm -hmm. but then i have to find something to replace it like i have to find something else to attach on to interesting for me when that happens to me I kind of just retreat and just cry. <laughs> really? I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't try to like, I don't, at least I don't think I try to like find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think about it for a long time? Do you like revel in uh, it? Yeah, I think, I think it really depends on how like serious the relationship was. Right, yeah. If it was yeah, like a sure. one time like interaction, then it's like, oh, whatever. But, um, yeah, I would say, like, time to time I, like, think about it. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, think about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Even though it was, like, like all in my head. Like, this person doesn't even know that I like them, but I'm still thinking about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. I, not even just attached to my, to the person, but I'm also attached to the feelings. Mm-hmm. So I do want to get rid of that. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I think, I think I was thinking about the same thing you were. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Mm, I think also I am very confrontational. Really? I'm very I confrontational. It. I will want to share my feelings to anyone, mm-hmm. but mostly to the, you know, to the mm-hmm. person who it's about right away because you don't know if they're gonna like you back and you do want to know but you're also scared of knowing yeah i don't know if being confrontational is a good thing or a bad thing i think some people like it and some people don't so it's very like Mm -hmm. you have to be so careful Mm -hmm. with it so i'm i guess that's something i want to i don't think i would want to get rid of it entirely but i do want to be more careful and um more and think about my confrontation more before I I do it Mm -hmm. which I think I have been doing Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah okay now it's time to start talking about past relationships and how they are now influencing my want for a relationship at the moment do you think my past relationships are are blocking me at all I don't I don't think so, because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think so, because you haven't been talking about your past relationships a lot recently, recently. Mm. I think, in some ways, that's a good thing, because you don't keep looking back to, like, what happened, but I also think it's really important to learn and kind of take what you experienced and kind of see how you can better yourself in that way mm-hmm. do i talk about my ex too much no not, not recently no not recently but before yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i totally agree um if if you were like two years ago or even one year ago like we'd have a, a different answer but mm-hmm. now i think i have completely moved on and i don't think i talk about her mm-hmm. and I don't think my past relationships are blocking me anymore. Actually, well, 
I'd say they're not blocking me and like I'm not like still hung up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say that it is kind of blocking me and that I have something that I can go back to and I will not accept anything like I won't settle mm-hmm. because it was a pretty good relationship when it was good. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's like something like there's a standard and now um I look for similar traits in a person like all the good traits that she had in a person and everybody's different though mm-hmm. and I also think I talked about this last week with Victoria but um like it's very hard to kind of change your ways because you you took so much time to learn something about this one person and you know everything about them and you know how they're going to react and you so you know how to um kind of like deliver things you know how to um yeah you know how to act with them Yeah, yeah yeah but everybody's different and and so I can't just like copy and paste it Mm mm-hmm and I have to relearn everything mm-hmm. with a new person. Mm-hmm. And that is very difficult because I've had instances where I've done something for my ex, right? And I got a great response. And then I did it the same thing or a similar thing with mm-hmm. another person and got a completely different response. And yeah, I think I, I think that is also something that... I don't know if it's if it's the relationship blocking me but just like the myself (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like how you behave in that relationship or how you acted it makes sense yeah well okay we have not talked about my other relationship i've had two relationships i've say i'll say i had i've had one serious and one semi-serious before Mm-hmm. my so like my first relationship ever I was a freshman in high school wow. um, yeah and obviously because it wasn't even that serious like nothing from that blocks me but I wonder if that has like because it was with a guy and I had not like come out yet or anything I wonder if that has like warded me off men <laughs> you know it wasn't bad but it wasn't like, it wasn't terrible, but it was uh-huh. it was bad. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I wonder if that has um affected like my view towards relationship with men. Hmm. I mean, for me, so if you're a freshman, how long ago was that? That was five years, right? I mean, it was at the very beginning of freshman year, so maybe like I'd say five and a half years. Okay, okay, that's that's quite some time ago. It is, yeah. I don't know. For for me, when I think about my whatever I had five five and a half six years ago, I don't think they affect me that much. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if because they weren't like as impactful as my most recent relationships, but I don't find myself like thinking back about what happened like six years ago. Oh yeah, I don't think about it, but just like you know, subconsciously or whatever. <laughs> That makes sense. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, do you think I'd be a good partner? Yes. I do. Why? What I good do. Well, do well I... It, again, like, we've been saying this, like, so many times, but everyone's different, you know? And everybody wants <laughs> things. <laughs> but, like, for me, 
but there are like general good traits that people have that you that you want that everybody in would a relationship want. yeah 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 so what what do you think i have them and what which ones yes i think you're very caring and then i know that sounds like super general but a lot of people just don't care and they and they kind of care more about like the idea of the person rather than the person themselves if that makes sense you know like they want like they put the relationship first or the the label of the relationship first Mm. rather than rather than the person and then kind of Mm. like gets in the way of having like a true genuine connection very interesting yeah. I agree. yeah i never thought about it that way yeah yeah <laughs> so i think that's a good trait to have um oh another another one would be you're very like giving and you like <laughs> you like doing things for other people and you like giving things to other people my love language is but, acts of service <laughs> yeah. so i think that's really admirable in a relationship yeah um okay you guys should be listening to michelle come on (laughs) valentine's day you know give up your silence (laughs) come confess i'm i'm open i'm right i'm just kidding i'm totally joking um do you have anything else um just just shower me with compliments come on oh i i (laughs) i love your music taste what that's not a that's not a that's relationship a requirement I think, that's a thing. I think i think a lot of discovery can happen behind what kind of music the person listens to in my opinion <laughs> okay like, i think well for me music is really important maybe not for other people but for me yeah yeah but okay but everybody has different tastes so obviously like if you're if you're gonna like my taste somebody else won't well i mean for I don't know about you, but for me, my music taste is pretty much all across the board. It just really depends on like what mood I'm in. Yeah. So I think it could be really possible that someone else can find your music taste A plus too. <laughs> <laughs> so far that hasn't happened. What? I love to I, I love that my like relationships my future relationships are going to be riding on my music taste. That's a good thing to know. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure on my Spotify. <laughs> okay, anything else? Um, well, I don't know. I- I'm speaking from my perspective, but I like people who read. So I think okay. that's a cool So I'm, I'm cultured. I'm yes. educated. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Okay, what what are good we we should have started with this but what are good traits that you need to go Mm. into a relationship Hmm. i think communication that is my number one yeah do you think Um, i'm a good communicator mm -hmm. being honest um i don't want to sound like cliche by saying like communication honesty um, but that's not cliche because it's true. I mean, yeah, it's true, but like, I don't know. Everybody says it. That's what makes I it cliche. Mean, but they say it because it's true. I mean, it's true, but not everybody. Oh yeah, does that and like, it's it's a whole different like thing when somebody says they're gonna do something, but their actions don't match up. That's a huge turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. So um, you think I I do what I say? Mm-hmm. 
I've had a lot of people tell me that I, like, if I say I'm going to do something, I will do it, like, right mm-hmm. away. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, blanking out right now. What about you, besides communication? Um, I think communication is just, like, such a, it's just, like, the foundation for mm-hmm. everything. And with that, that comes, like, good listening. Mm-hmm. Um, respect for the other person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that really, that's really an issue when it comes to, like, queer relationships. But heterosexual relationships, like, <laughs> I mean, you're the master on this, but, like, they, I feel like so a lot of the times men don't respect women mm, as yeah. much as the women respect mm-hmm. the men. I think it's really rare to find a person who doesn't see them as superior to their partner um, in heterosexual relationships, especially, mm. just because there's so much, like, ego and pride and gender norms yeah and that they can't like break through yeah because they're gonna be seen as weak or too sensitive or yeah snowflake or (laughs) or all these different kind of things yeah i just thought of one um passion oh my god like (laughs) yeah somebody like they have to be passionate about something. Yeah. I don't care what the yeah. hell it is. Mm-hmm. Just like you have to have something that you love, and because you can't just be sitting around like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They don't have to like everything, mm-hmm. but they have to be passionate about something. Mm-hmm. It obviously it'll be good if they're passionate about something similar or the same thing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want your partner to be sitting around at home. Just doing nothing and wasting their life away. Yeah. I think that's also a really huge turnoff. But I think another thing that's really important about passion is that they know when to prioritize your relationship over their work. Mm. I think that puts a strain on so many relationships these days where people can't seem to know where to draw the line between giving all their attention and energy towards their work or their partner, which can be tough, I think. But I think if you're really in tune with where you are in your relationship, then you would know what to pick, if that makes sense. I have had the opposite. Hmm. Like, I put too much into the other person, even if it's not a serious relationship. I just put mm-hmm. too much into other people, and then I, like, my my school goes to shit. Like, which is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And I think I think that's all part of like young love. I think. That's oh, like when <laughs> you're in our school, <laughs> when you're in our twenties, though, we should be. I know. Past but that. I think I think we're still pretty young. Like, I, yeah. I think in, when you're in high school or like in a few like early years of college, like you're still all about you know your significant other. Yeah, I can see that. Rather than school. But you're 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 a little older me that older than me. So do you think you still have that? Like, I don't think you have my problem where you, where you think about the other person too much. You put too much into the other person that you forget like your work. But do you um, still like go into that young love kind of thing? <laughs> I, I think so, and it's hard not to. I've had a recent thing with somebody. Um, 
and it was during like winter semester a couple years maybe a couple years ago and it was yeah it was it was hard trying to like balance you know my time spent for schoolwork and studying yeah um versus the time I spent with them it's hard because like one thing I don't want to spend time doing and the other one like I want to spend time with this person so it's hard to kind of oh yeah discipline yourself and really sit down and do all that stuff so I think that what you were saying earlier about work being a priority or over the relationship only happens when when the person does is doing something that they love like if they actually have a job and they're very passionate about it or if or if it's a hobby like maybe art Mm -hmm. then that will happen but like with school I don't think that really happens (laughs) unless they're like super very very studious but yeah usually you know school is an easy thing to kind of let slip Mm -hmm. yeah okay do you think I have unrealistic expectations of relationships do you know my expectations for no, a relationship? I was gonna you ask don't. You. Okay. Well, I think. Well, to answer this question, I think a little bit because um, I do expect people to give as much as I give, mm-hmm. which is a lot, and I definitely think not to say that I'm like better than everyone or like I'm a better. I'm better in a relationship than other people but like I think I give way more than other people do mm-hmm. or or can even give and that's just how I am um and ne- not not necessarily like because I'm aware of that like I don't necessarily expect them to give exactly what I can give but I do expect them to you know give back a little bit mm-hmm. and like kind of match my energy and a lot of times they don't or they think that I'm a little bit too overbearing and I can see that like I can see that I'm definitely I can be very overbearing and sometimes um but also like what other expectations do I have saying like earlier when I said like about communication and about passion some people are not good communicators <laughs> and yeah. to me it's like second nature but I don't but I can see it like everywhere people can't communicate mm-hmm. um and because we can't change people um and that's very hard because what if they tick all your boxes but they <clears throat> but they can't communicate with you like uh, it, it's very hard to mm-hmm. like to like kind of want to sorry I'm losing my voice um like you're you're gonna want to like try and teach them like this and tell them like this is what I need but I don't know if it's gonna be received well Mm -hmm. um does this even answer the question realistic expectation (laughs) of a relationship I think it does okay um Oh, and the passionate thing. Like, I expect everybody to have one thing that they're passionate about, but you'll be surprised how many people don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it also depends on, like, the age group. Like, what yeah. age group would you say that you're, like, in the pool of? They, 
I always say that I need somebody older than me, like at least older than me. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's like a month. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but um I've seen like because I think that I'm very mature for my age, there will be people who are mature for their age uh-huh. and if they are as mature as I am, if they have the same level of maturity as I do, um then I mean it doesn't really matter how old they are as long as they're yeah, not sense. i'd say 20 is the lowest <laughs> that yeah. that's the youngest i'll go and i just turned 20 so like that's kind of uh-huh. not really giving a lot of room but um but yeah um and then the highest age i'll go is <laughs> I'm gonna sound gross, but I say like max twenty twenty seven. <laughs> yeah, me too. I would say like twenty nine. Yeah, I, I I prefer my partners to be older, like way older than me, because I made the mistake of dating someone who was younger than me, and that was the worst mistake I've ever made. Like the maturity levels just did not match. Yeah, yeah. But if if somebody's younger than you and their maturity level matches yours, then but, that be. would be an exception, I think. Yeah, that's very hard to find. Yep. No, so, no. yeah. Um, but I do, yeah, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody who's significantly older than me. Mm. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't really know, but that's just, like, what I what I would say, like, just max 27. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the question. Do I have... Do you think I have unrealistic expectations of relationships? So I gave you my expectations. Do you think those are unrealistic? Um, No, I don't think so. I think, like, with your expectations and standards, like, they cannot be... Well, they. I, I think you should hold your expectations and standards to a level where you can you yourself can still be respected in that relationship. I think compromising your expectations can really put your relationship in danger I think from my own experience Uh um so yeah no I think also relationships come with compromise and that if you know certain things can be compromised then it should be it should be talked about and and negotiated in my in my opinion yeah I agree (laughs) all right last question do I have trust issues that is a big question (laughs) um I, from the way I see it, I don't think so. Not as much as other people. But what mm-hmm. do you feel? So trust issues are, mm, like, mostly usually defined as you have trouble trusting people. Mm-hmm. Like, you ca- you can't trust them. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think I have the opposite problem. Even though I've been burned so many times in the past, for some reason, I still am very quick to trust a person. Yeah, I think you know that. And I don't know, like, what I can do to change that because it's just, like, something in my system that just, like, I can trust this person. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can't, like, hold myself back be like, oh, maybe they're not trustworthy because that's where the trust issues come in, like, when your brain is always telling you like you can't trust this person uh-huh. um so i don't know whether to just like let it go or just like you know 
Have you ever been in a situation where someone took advantage of your trust? Oh, yeah. Many, many times. Like, horribly? Horribly? Define horribly. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think, like, it depends on your relationship. Like, horribly in a way where you got, like, let's say you got really mad at that person for doing or not doing something. Rather than, oh, they said this small little thing that they were going to do, but they didn't do it. I mean, you know what happened in my past relationship, so I say yes. Uh Uh-huh. I have been burned horribly, but even not, like, even not relationships. Like, friendships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened. Um, So I would say that's a trust issue. But not in the traditional definition. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's pretty rare, then, that you still continue to trust. I wouldn't say that that's a bad thing. I think it also goes hand in hand with the attachment. Yeah. I see that. That makes sense. And that's why it happens. <laughs> and I don't know. Do you think I sh- like, do you think that is something that can be changed? And if so, then should I? Or should I try, like, have a conscious effort to kind of hold back? On trust? Yeah. Um, I think nowadays being able to trust somebody is really valuable because the way I see it like for me at least I whenever I meet somebody I'm super skeptical of them um and I always kind of look for like certain signs to confirm what I feel yeah and and, in a way that's kind of (laughs) self-sabotaging but Mm. um I I like to look out for myself and I like to be careful and I don't like to go into things blinded by like infatuation yeah and like yeah and trust because i don't know there's just been so many times where like trust has been been broken um deliberately and accidentally yeah so it's been hard for me um but no i don't think being able to trust somebody is necessarily bad and should be changed i I think i yeah i think i should aspire to be more like that where like i'm careful I'm more careful mm. like just to look out for yourself you know yeah which I don't like I never put my feelings first mm. which is not so you're selfless <laughs> you're very selfless huh? yeah well that selfless to a fault because mm. selfless is a very good trait and it painted in a very nice light but mm. it can also be bad true yeah Okay, that is all the time we have this week. Um, thank you so much for joining me. This was so much fun. I know. <laughs> this was a good Valentine's Day, just like therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> to forget that we're like single and like <laughs> in quarantine. So yeah, that was super fun. Thank you for joining me. Um, where can the people find you if they want to find you? Um, I am mostly on Instagram at Miss Michelle O, just the O. You can probably find me on Nicole's Instagram too. Um, yeah I wish I wish I could say like I had a TikTok and post like cool TikTok videos but nah that's not me <laughs> you do have a TikTok though I do have a TikTok but you don't want people to find it <laughs> okay um, thank you so much for tuning in to This Sucks this was episode 3 of season 1 we'll have 2 more episodes of this season and then we'll take a break um, but come back next week for another episode and I'll see you guys bye